Hi, I'm Marianne Rawlins. I'm Communications and Media Manager at Curo, one of the largest social housing providers across the Southwest. At Curo, we're really concerned about the effects the rising cost of living is having on our customers across the Southwest. We want you to know that support is available and we're here to help. That's why we've created our new Cost of Living podcast. In each episode, I'll be talking to people who can help with everything from money advice to saving energy. I'm joined again today by Sarah Rogers, Customer Accounts Manager at Curo. Sarah, welcome back to the podcast. Can you remind us what your role is at Curo? Yeah, thank you for having me again. Um, So I'm in the Customer Accounts team. We're all things money. We look after and support our customers with money worries. And that might be not only with paying their rent, it could be other bills. We have in-house money advice. We have benefit advisors. I think the message we want to get out today is we're almost a one-stop shop. If you you've got money worries, please get in contact with us. So we put out a shout out to customers via email asking them for the questions about anything money related. So we've got lots of questions for you to answer today. We'll start with this one from Curo resident Carol. She says, I work full time and I'm 62 years old. I don't get any benefits except free eye tests and prescriptions and a discount on council tax for single occupancy. Is there any more help that I could get? Carol, good question. Uh, Well, really, uh, without knowing what you earn, um, we always advise that you do a benefit calculation. Now, there are free benefit calculators that you can access online. We can help you do that. So I would suggest you give us a call if you want to do it yourself. Gov.uk, free benefit calculations, really simple to use. Pop in all your details and it will tell you whether you are entitled to anything from Universal Credit. Now, if you are, it's good because obviously it can lead to further support with your rent and your council tax. And if you've got universal credit, uh, means-tested benefits, it can then passport you through to these cost of living payments that we're getting from the government this year towards fuel. So, yeah, big advice is do a benefit calculation. Uh, Also, I don't know whether you have any health conditions. There are disability benefits, many of which that don't go unclaimed, uh, that do go unclaimed, I'm afraid. Uh, So, yes, that's another thing to think about. If there's any health issues, um, then give us a call. And I think that the threshold for universal credit is changing at the moment, isn't it? So it's always worth doing that extra check. Always. You can be working, you can be working full time and you can be thinking to yourself, of course, I'm not going to be entitled to benefits. That's not true. OK, so, um, yeah, we always advise a benefit calculation. Definitely. OK, so on to the next question. Keith's asked, do we still receive a cold weather payment from the government and how do residents qualify? Yeah, thanks, Keith. Uh, This is automatic. So um, the warm, cold weather payment will be automatic and you will get that. Now, we get that if the temperature is zero or below for seven days and then you'll get £25 a week and that will come to you automatically. You have no need to apply. So there are other benefits that come um, with fuel um, and the winter. Again, we advise you to contact us. Severe weather payments, Um, I don't want to give too much information out because I don't want to confuse people because it's done on age um, and it's done whether, you know, you're a mixed age couple or whether you live alone. But again, yes, there are payments for uh, pensioners towards uh, your fuel bills. Please get in touch again or go to gov.uk. All the information is there. 
And now we've got a question from Sue. She's asked, please, can you tell me how to apply for the household support fund, which I've read about? It's for my son, who's a Curo tenant, and I have authority to act on his behalf. OK, that's great that you've done that to be able to help and support your son, Sue. So the household support fund, when that first came out, yes, you had to apply. That is now closed, but that doesn't mean to say that there aren't funds available to you. So what we suggest you do if they need help around money or fuel is contact your local authority. All local authorities have a welfare support team um, who are available to chat through your circumstances um, and meet your needs. They are great. It's very quick. There's not a long wait, but you may need to provide um, some bank statements just to support if they are going to help you out with any monies. As I've said before, has your son done a benefit calculation? Is he getting everything that he's entitled to? We would suggest that you check. The gov.uk has got all the details around cost of living payments. If your son is getting any benefits at the moment, it will passport him through to that help. Those payments are coming throughout the year, in the spring and in the autumn, and then into the new year in 2024. Uh, they're quite large payments. They're about just over £300 each time you get them. People need that at the moment. So, yes, do check those websites again. Or, as I said, just call us and we're, we're happy to help you. And I think this next question is one that we can all relate to with the rising cost of living. Perry's asked, we've recently bought a Curo house using shared ownership. We've got two children aged 10 and 1. Between my partner and I, we have a decent income, but we're finding the current cost of living is getting to us. We use tax-free childcare, but that's all we seem to get. We always just seem to be outside the threshold. Are there any benefits or grants we could get? So, again, I would suggest you search grants online. Um, there are uh, grants for young children. Um, you think you said your child is one. So, yes, that would be worth looking out to see if you can get any help. You're like you say, you're earning um, and you're in shared ownership. Yes, it does cut you off. But we do keep saying, and I know I keep repeating myself, but you always have to do those benefit calculations. The thresholds change. The benefits um, have increased by 10.1% now um, for all people so do just go and do a check um, just to see money planning I don't like to call it budgeting because budgeting feels like we're going to lose something so money planning is always a really good idea I always take time every year just to go through all my creditors and look to see whether I can get better deals I know it can be time consuming and sometimes it's something that we put off but I'm honestly tell you it pays dividends I was going to leave my phone supplier for instance because they were offering better deals to new customers I got that better deal and I've saved myself a couple of hundred pounds a year so definitely worth looking at your outgoings I'm guessing you're getting your child benefit but I just had to say that out loud because some people forget to claim it Check the Gov website out for your benefit calculation. And is everybody well in the household? Uh, billions of pounds of benefits for our poorly uh, people goes unclaimed every year. That's children and that's adults. So if there's anything around that that you'd like to chat with us, we've got our in-house benefit advisor. Again, um, happy to chat through things with you on the phone. Oh, that's some great advice there. Um, on to the next question. Stevens asked, we've just moved into our new home. I'm currently on sick pay because I had my leg amputated in November last year. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that, Stephen. That's awful. 
we have had to move from child tax credits to universal credit. I'm now worried about paying my rent as my application has stopped child tax credits payments immediately, but our first universal credits payments won't be paid till April. I wish they had warned us about this. Is there anything I can do to try to avoid using a credit card to put money into the bank to make sure the rent will not use up my overdraft? Yeah, I'm sorry you've not been afforded of that, um, Stephen. The DWP would generally tell you when you claim universal credit that you can have an advance of your full award within seven days after you have made your claim. So if you have to do this, yes, it's an option for you, but you do have to pay it back. So that money will then be deducted from your ongoing entitlements for up to two years until it's paid off. So my advice is the rent we wait for. So if you're waiting for universal credit, we obviously wait um, for you to pay. Yes, it does leave you slightly behind, but we're more than happy to help you catch up with that. If there are things you need, perhaps rather than getting in advance, the local authorities are amazing. They do grant applications, as do St John's in Baines. I'm not quite sure what local authority you're in, but we try to say, get something that maybe where you can get some help and support that you don't have to pay it back. And again, we've got all the right advice in-house to be able to help you with that. So if you've moved in, perhaps you might need some white goods, carpets, curtains, that kind of thing. Do come to us if you're without that currently. Again, the local authority will help you with food and fuel whilst you have to wait. One just tip, um, I do say to people when their tax credits have stopped, do check you haven't got an overpayment, OK, because that can sometimes happen. And then obviously they will deduct that from your ongoing universal credit. So it's always nice to know what's going on with your claim. So, yes, obviously, you um, also need to be thinking about disability benefits. And I'm sorry if you're already getting these. You know, um, there is the personal independence payment. I'd like to talk to you about that if you're not getting that. And then make sure that you're getting the right universal credit. It's something called limited capability to work. It's a higher rate of universal credit to give you more money to live on. So those kinds of things, we're more than happy to chat through with you. But yeah, that wait for money can be difficult, but there is help and support out there. So let's chat about it. Brilliant. Yeah, Stephen, please do get in touch if you need further information. Yvonne has asked, can you explain my, why my rent from April has increased by £26 a week? Yvonne, I know the dreaded annual rent increase. And yes, this year it's even more difficult because of the cost of living crisis we're in. It's obviously regulated by the government. OK, we have not put the rent up in line with inflation. We have tried to keep it as low as we possibly can. And that's over many years. We understand it's making it difficult for people, but we have to keep our repair services going, our care services going for our customers. And I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. Everything is costing us an awful lot more money as well. Um, you know, you may not be interested in looking at a benefit calculation, but is it something that you might need to do? Might you be entitled to something now that would help towards your rent and your council tax? Happy to explore that with you if you want to do that. Thanks, Sarah. Flazier's asked, I'm a Curo tenant. Um, my husband is currently in a hospice and he has cancer. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. And my question is, since we are a couple and independent without the benefits, what help can you offer to me since I have to be at the flat by myself? 
Yeah, I'd really like to talk to you. I don't have any details here of if you are working or not. So that would be my first question. Then I go on to say um, whether you're working full time or part time. Have you done that benefit calculation to explore whether you might get further help? Again, as I said, if you do from universal credit, then that joins you up with that cost of living support from the government. I mean, there might be a few other things. You might be affected by the bedroom tax. I don't know how many bedrooms you have in your property, uh, but something really that we could chat through with you. Regarding your husband, really sorry to hear that obviously he's ill and in a hospice. Um, I just want to make sure if he was getting some sickness benefits. I, again, I talk about the personal independence payment that when you go into care or into a hospice can stop unless you have written to advise the DWP. I want to check that with you so that obviously he is still getting that disability payment that he's entitled to. So um, please give us a call. That's great advice. Thanks, Sarah. And thank you to everyone who wrote in with their questions. And sorry if we didn't have time to answer your question today. But if you ever need any support with Money Matters, please remember that Curo's Money Advice Service is here for you. And Curo's telephone number is 01225 366 000. Sarah, can you remind us of the details of the contact details for the service again? So our in-house service at Curo for uh, if you are interested in money advice is one word, customer accounts with an S on the end, help. Customer accounts help at curo-group.co.uk. That inbox is monitored daily. Once your information comes through, we will contact you within 48 hours. And just to say, if you are seeking advice um, outside of Curo, please make sure it's a free debt advice agency. Pay plan, step change and CAB are ones that we would recommend and we work in partnership with. And again, as I said to you, contact your creditors, make sure you're getting the best deal uh, and lots of information on gov.uk. So if you need our help, we have in-house money advice and an in-house benefit advisor and an amazing accounts team that have got a lot of knowledge and expertise. Thanks, Sarah. And thanks to all those listening to the podcast today. If you've got any ideas for topics that we can cover in future podcast episodes, just contact us to let us know. We'll be back soon.